It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Paranoid Banker Podcast. So when is a good time to raise rent? Uh, I get this question a lot, uh, especially from folks that I'm kind of working with, um, either, you know, like on a consultant basis or mentoring basis, this comes up a lot, uh, especially when they take over a property. Um, and so uh, before I answer the question, just kind of for the sake of, of anybody that's watching this on video, uh, I'm going to take this question as... Um, as one where there, where there is no rent control in place, because that's a whole different story for those folks that deal with rent control. Because some of them can't <laughs> do it, or they're under some mandate where they can't, you know, they can only do a certain amount. Um, so let's kind of take that out of the equation. And that, well, for most people, you don't have to deal with that, at least not yet anyway. Uh, so let's assume that that's the case. There's no rent control, okay? Um, so, the first thing you need to realize about this is you're going to have three groups of residents. You're going to have three kinds of reactions from your residents when they get the rent raise. Okay. Um, the first is the reaction of, man, I can't believe I have been paying this low of rent for so long. They finally raised the rent. Okay. Now, what I'm saying to you will rarely be verbalized to you or any of your staff. I'm just telling you what the thinking is. Uh, it'll be those residents that have not had a rent raise for either a long time. They get a rent raise. They're not surprised by it. They knew it'd be coming someday. Um, or it's residents that know they're paying uh, a relatively low amount of rent, um, comparatively speaking, uh, to live where they live compared to other places. Um, so those residents really won't have any kind of a problem with it uh, at all. Um, they knew it was coming sometime and, you know, it, it's finally come. So that's, that's number one. Um, number two will be the resident that isn't necessarily going to be happy they got the rent raise. They're not necessarily going to be pissed off about it either. Um, so these are the residents that are probably paying close to or at or around market rent, okay, and know that the rent raise means a little more money out of their budget, allocating a little bit more money to live there. But in the big picture, they realize it's, it's fine. They'll do it because they either like to live there, they like the location, you know, a whole number of things. So those residents will be, you know, maybe a little grouchy about it for a while, but, you know, after a while, they'll be fine with it. So the first group is the people that saw it come and don't have a problem with it. The second group are people that got it. They may not have seen it coming, um, but they understand it's just kind of part of the process. Um, it's part of living where they need to live. And so it's just something that they're going to have to do. Or, of course, they can move, but they're not going to do that because the rent raise that you're going to be proposing um, still makes it an easy decision for them to stay versus moving somewhere else, okay? So there's two-thirds of your part of your people right there. So before I get to the last third, why would you not raise rent when you can? As soon as you can, when you can. 
there's really no reason not to. I mean, there may be some super obvious ones. Um, you know, there might be some outliers. So, you know, we recently had a storm, as you guys know, we had a storm here in August that wiped out a lot of apartment units. I mean, we're not going to raise rent for folks that have been wiped out of their apartment the next month. I mean, that's re we're not going to do that. So, you know, those are kind of obvious things, but most of us aren't dealing with that. Most of, most of us are dealing with, with what we think in here. Well, you know, Mabel's lived in that apartment for six years. Maybe I kind of owe her, um, I owe her for, for being a great tenant and I won't raise rent. Well, if she's paying $100 less per month than what she should be, she owes you money. Right? Of course, we don't look at it that way. Um, we don't look at it that way. So, so in other words, the first two-thirds of your problems or complaints or issues that you think you'll have, you're not going to have. Okay? Um, the last third of your tenants will be the ones that will be pissed off. And will then now become either a pain in the ass, uh, bitching about it, grouchy about it. Now they've got 28 maintenance requests a day um, on and on. So now with these folks, you have a decision to make. Um, do you have the conversation with them or your staff of, you know, we understand that you're not happy about it. And over the last week or so, you've verbalized it in emails you've sent us and said that you're uh, not happy about this and uh, for a long list of reasons. Maybe it's time you look at moving. Maybe it's time you look at going somewhere else and living. Because look, folks, at the end of the day, the marketplace will correct itself. If your rent's too high, people will leave and go somewhere else. It's not a mystery. And so if people start leaving and going somewhere else, that might tell you something. But if they don't, it tells you something else entirely. So I've never had a problem with if a resident's not happy with uh, the rent that they're paying or going to pay if we raise the rent um, because of a long list of reasons. I'm happy to say, hey, evidently we may not get along here. We don't agree. So maybe you look at living somewhere else. And I have no problem if they move. See, that scares a lot of people. Oh, what if everybody moves? So what? You'll be able to put people right back into these apartments that aren't going to complain. Because what one person's high rent is, is another person's reasonable rent. Okay? And to think otherwise is really kind of putting the brakes on how quickly and how fast you can get your property to where it potentially can be. Okay. Um, so number one, you won't nearly have the, the bad feedback, the bad reactions that you think you'll have, the number of them. You won't even be close to what you think. Um, and number two, even with those folks that say, hey, this sucks, 
and here's like eight reasons why it does, and I think I'm getting the shaft, and I think I'm getting screwed, and I, <clears throat> okay, fine. You can have that opinion. Um, so let's talk about what you can do. You can either live here for that rent, or you can move somewhere else. Um, you give us the proper notice, you move uh, to the place across the street or down the street, fine, no problem. Why again? Because we can put somebody right back in there. Okay? So, there's really no good time. There's really no bad time, other than, other than like the obvious thing I just mentioned, you know, something like a disaster happening, and you know, all of a sudden you decide to raise the rent 30% the day after disaster, okay? So barring something goofy like that, anytime, more often than you think, and more than you probably think in most cases, okay? Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com.